Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's right. Since when did you become BFFs with my guy? I am not BFFs with him, but I do have his cell phone number, and I have never used it. And why are you using it today? I don't know. I just figured, like, hey, let me reach out to DeGrom. You see how he's doing? Check in with him. I feel like you're taunting me right now. Not at all. I feel like this is uh, some kind of weird... No, sir. ...kind of taunt. Flaunt, if you will, at me as well. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. By the way, it does dawn on me, uh, Mr. Roberts, that you have a big event coming up. Do I? Don't you? Do I? Yes, you do. What big event do I have coming well, up? Well, I know you don't want people to be aware of this because uh, you're potentially going to be embarrassed. But uh, I have not forgotten that this Saturday is a major, major moment in your life. This Saturday? This Saturday. This Saturday? Saturday. I got nothing. You have nothing on Saturday? I got nothing on Saturday. Is that right? What's Saturday's date, Ev? Saturday is, I say, the 21st, 22nd of the day. Doobie, doobie, doo. I think that'd be February 25th. I know you tell me. Is that the date? I think so. What are you doing? I'm doing a show with Joe at 10 a.m. Right after Hello, My Name is Craig. Hello, My Name is Craig. Yeah. And then I think there's some kind of like... Doobie, doobie, doo. I think there's a friend who's revealing the gender of their baby. I think that's called a... Well, it's not mine. Here's what you do. (laughs) Yes. No joke. Yeah. Bring some blue powder with you. Right. And just throw it up in the air and go, it's a boy! (laughs) Just to see. Before they do it. Yeah, you got 50-50 shot of ruining so it. So there's a gender reveal party I'm going to. Yeah. And then I think that's pretty much it. Is that it really? Oh, the, the debut of Mets spring training baseball. No, that's we not got a one was... o'clock game against the Astros then and I... a six o'clock game against somebody else. I apologize. I apologize. Uh I maybe I have my information off. What did what were you thinking? I thought that Saturday night was a very big night for you. No, I mean, I'm going to watch spring training baseball with my kids. Um, That is a pretty big night, though, if you think about it, so. Huh. Because I was under the impression that you'd be shooting a free throw at Madison Square Garden Saturday Uh, night. Yeah, I was supposed to do that. Yeah, weren't you supposed to do that? I kind of... What happened, Evan? The Knicks play the Pelicans at home. Yeah. You made a very big deal about, hey, I'm going to be shooting a free throw. You even told James Dolan about it. Yes. You asked if you could wear a Brooklyn Nets shirt at the Garden to do it. Yes. Made a whole big to-do about it. Yes. And it's this Saturday. So here's what happened. And I'm wondering why Evan Roberts is not going to be at the so Garden. I accidentally sold my tickets for that game. I'll get you tickets. Like, I didn't mean to. No problem. No, no. So then I reached out to somebody and said, would I be able to get tickets? And he said, I think I will. Yeah. And then I was looking for who to go with. Because my buddy's a big Pelican fan. Yeah. And he's got plans that are, like, up in the air. Well, so right? the whole game has sort of become, like, an up-in-the-air occasion. So you're not doing it as well. No, it's I'm possible. Here. If I end up going, I'll do it. Yeah. No. But everything's up in the air now. So all the smack talk. How did you remember I'm going to go into your building. I'm going to make a free throw wearing a net jersey. And now quietly and secretly... You have bailed on going. No, no, no. It's still a possibility. You're not going because someone's going to let the world know that, you know, the baby Jesus is being born and we need to know the sex of the child. <laughs> yeah. Morons. That wasn't my decision, by the way. I'm sure it was. Int. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, everybody, come over to our house. Yeah. How the Let's hell? Let's celebrate that I knocked my wife up. How did you remember about doobie, the Pelican free doobie, doobie. Like, that's great. You're right. You're actually I right know about I'm right. the date. And, uh, yeah, I'm still. it's still possible I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. I just can't rearrange my life and go as much as I want to shoot that free throw. Yeah. I just can't. I'm a responsible dad. What By can I way, tell you? Knicks have three games in four nights. Wizards, Pelicans, Celtics. Yeah. 
Bang, bang, bang. And then Adam who do you Gates. play after that? Nets, Wednesday, March Madison 1st. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. The Nets, who play the night before, very unfair having them to play on a back-to-back. They and they're playing the Bucks. four games in seven nights. So the Nets are playing a lot, too. I relax. So that's not fair. You relax. Mister, I'm afraid to shoot a free throw in front of 18,000 people. I am not afraid. No, you are. I'm not. If you weren't afraid, you'd be there. Are you daring me to just figure not it out? You. I'm just saying some people stay on the porch. Some people run with the big dogs. I am not afraid. And I thought uh, you had become Afternoon Evan. Oh, stop. Don't taunt me now. And now you're going to be at some fugazi. Oh, it's pink. We're having a girl. That's hey, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> woo It's one of two choices. You know, you're lucky that you're 40 years older. Because if you were 40 years younger, yeah. this is what you'd be doing. I wouldn't with. do that. This is America in 2023. Crap. I don't go to gender reveal parties. I apologize, Ugh. but this is who we are now. And I'm not saying I like it. I'm not defending it. I'm just reminding you that you're from a different generation. Yeah. So you never had to deal with these kinds of parties. That's right. But these parties are a thing. Big Knock knows what I'm talking about. Have you been to a gender reveal party for real? <laughs> of course I have. What are you, crazy? <laughs> Well, of course, you, I grew up in the age where they started. Yeah? The, yeah, when I was... Did you, you know, and your wife do it? No, we did not have a party. We did a uh, a reveal around Christmas time. We found out uh, we were pregnant with my first son. So, like, we did a thing with the family. Just that you were Christmas pregnant Eve, or yeah. the sex of the baby? No, the sex of the baby. You did? Well, yeah, I'm sorry. So we, you sort we found of did out, then. <laughs> well, we didn't have... A, we were over for Christmas Eve. We did it on Christmas. So it wasn't like... And then we just did a small thing at the end of the night. But it wasn't like the whole party. We didn't invite people over for that specific reason, no. The How did you do the gender reveal? You just said, hey, we're having a boy. Yeah, no. Or was we, there a way you did it, like a clever yes. way you guys did it? Yes, there was. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> was was well, not really. And you knew the answer, by the way. Yes. Okay, we so did you the, yeah. know the answer. Yeah, we were revealing it to our family. Yeah. Gotcha. How did you, if you don't mind me asking, how did we you had, reveal it? We uh, had bags of M&Ms, plain and uh, with nuts. Ah, and you could, uh, that's and you, creative. and you picked which bag you thought it was going to be, okay. and then in, uh, and then we just, I think, I think there was like a message in the bag. So as you were opening it up, it said, so, "Sorry." So in other words, you gave out the the evidence with nuts. No, 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 no. <laughs> they, it was like they right. would play the game and pick. Like they, like everyone. Yeah, how did you reveal it? You're like, hey. in, when they opened the bag to yeah. enjoy the M and M's, there was a little note that said, "Sorry, you guessed the wrong one," or "Correct, you guessed the one." Ah, uh, so everybody got uh, two bags of M and M's. They could pick one on what they thought it was going to be. God, and then so they if you thought it, it was going to be a girl, you took the plain M. Craig would just so. pick the ones that he wants to eat. Yeah, all That's all he would do. Just give me a bowl with a combination. Right, yeah. and Maybe if you're you, having twins. And if you think I had much to do with that, yeah, you'd you be said mistaken. yes to it. Then, yeah, I said yes to it. You're like, I'm all in, honey. Great idea. I'll run to Costco and get yep. 50 bags of M&M's. Because it's a part of what we talked about earlier. Gotta yeah. keep everybody well, happy. Well, I will say this. It is your job to keep a pregnant woman happy. Yes. Uh, when a so woman's pregnant, wants... there's nothing nicer or cooler. If she wants M&M's, buy that woman well, M&M's. That's why when we were, my wife was pregnant with our first kid, I made a decision where I didn't want to know the gender. I wanted to be surprised. Old school stuff. What's your look on your face? What? What are you disgusted about? Someone sent me something. That's all. Did Jacob Degrom write your back? Uh, no, 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 no. He says, "Sorry, my hip is bothering me. I can't write right now." I'm kidding, Jake. I love you. Yeah, all good. What right. did someone send you? Because you got the most disgusted look on your face. I've I ever was seen. confused by a text I got, and I don't like to be on my phone during the show. Well, why are you? Uh, what happened? Should I start calling you Michael from no, now no. on? <laughs> I, we have ratings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, that's I think that's a lovely story. You gave it M&M's with nuts. Yeah, because the will be out of boy. It's he creative. Did you do it for both boys or just for uh, Tommy? I think just for Tommy. Yeah, because after the first one, you're like, this is yeah, boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's old hat already. Everyone knows we only have boys. <laughs> Did you do a gender reveal? No, but what happened oh, was... Oh, here we go. Sort of. always what happened. Well, because it was a little, a little convoluted. Yeah. I did not want to know the gender of our first baby. I wanted to be surprised. Fair enough. My yeah. wife disagreed. So I'm a man of compromise. So I said, I got a great idea. You Let me go to tonight's Mets game, and you can find out <laughs> if we're a boy or a girl. Sort of. I said, find out the gender so you know. 
and just don't tell me. Oh, you can't have that because they we, just got one over you. And we lasted 18 days. Really? And on the 18th day, she said, I can't do this anymore. So you weren't asking? No. I wanted to be, I wanted to take the baby out like I'm delivering and it. And oh my God, look. Yeah. Oh my God. But I also respect my wife's belief. So after 18 days, she said, I need to tell you. Is there is 18 significant? Like, is it a religious thing? No. Or it cultural simply, thing? That's how many days it took before she said, she broke down. I can't do this anymore. Got it. So in revealing the gender to me, we did do something. But it was a gender for me. So she gave me a gift. I opened up the gift. Was it like a cigar and like a can of Barbasol or something no, like that? No, it was an outfit for the baby. And it was uh, either going to be a boy's outfit or a girl's outfit. Which team did she buy you an outfit for? I think it was the Mets. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so you either got a blue Mets jersey or a pink one. And then to Big Mac's point, when we got to our second child, I said, all right, just... We'll find out together. Now there's so many choices, though, right? It's not just blue or pink. You have to add other colors, I think. To what? Well, you don't know anymore, right? No, you could I, have a boy who's really a girl. You could have a girl who's a boy. Well, like, you could yeah, have they, multi, maybe do like different. I think in the purple should be a color. I think, I think in the immediacy, you'll know if it's a. Boy just, or I girl. mean, right? That can change. Yeah, you might want to have a lot of colors. Okay, you know. No, I'm not going down this with you. I'm just, saying, I'm just not. I'm choosing not to. That's on the table, is it not? It's I don't gotta need be on the Craig table. issuing an apology by four o'clock. I know what I'm saying and not saying. <laughs> I just want to be respectful of all. That's no, all. You're very respectful. I'm an inclusive radio talk show, so unlike the people in Boston. <laughs> Here's Anthony in Levittown. Anthony, what's going on, Cookie? Hey, what's up, guys? What's uh, up? I got a question. Is there any chance that we can get Rodgers and keep that 13th overall pick? Yes. I don't want to give it up. I'd almost prefer Carr no. yes. if we keep the first round. Yes. So what do you think? I, I mean, well, here, let me ask you a question. If Green Bay says to you, the only way we trade you Aaron Rodgers is, is if you give us the 13th pick and other picks, are you going to balk at that and say no? Uh, I guess not, but right. I just, I really. And, I really and, and obviously, Green Bay knows that that's their first ask is going to be the 13th. And a second, and a future second. I'm making this up, obviously. No, no, but you... But you're not going to walk, so not, they're going to ask for That's it. not what it's dependent on, though. Here's what it's dependent on, Anthony. It's dependent on what the Raiders are willing to offer. If Aaron Rodgers is good with either team, and he's going to allow Green Bay to make a deal with either team, which he doesn't have to do. He can just pick a team and say, this is the only team I'm going to renegotiate with. This is the only team I'm going to go to. But if he allows it to be a decision, the Las Vegas Raiders own the seventh overall pick. Are they giving up that pick, Craig? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, well, then if they are, yeah. to answer your question, yes, the Jets are going to have to yeah. give up 13. But if the Raiders don't and they say, no, we're not doing that, well, then the negotiation's very different. Uh, I, yeah, I that's their think, only leverage. No, well, there's that no leverage be... at all, really. I mean, uh, it comes down to, A, they're willing to trade him. B, what do you want to give up for him? And you have to assume that the starting point is, Includes that pick. It yeah, but you're to. leaving out the leverage that Rodgers has. Aaron Rodgers may go to the Green Bay Packers and say, this is where I want to go. Packers don't have to say yes to it. Well, but right. Aaron Rodgers does because he has to renegotiate his contract. He yeah. essentially has a no-trade clause. I think the Packers hold all the cards here, How's not that? Aaron Rodgers. How's that? We're not trading you. We're trading you. We want to trade They want to trade him, though. If you believe... Uh, uh, okay, I'm with you on that. that they want to move on from him. So go from that. I agree with you. So let's go in that direction, right? Rodgers so, has the leverage. I disagree with you. How does he have the leverage because where Green Bay the, dictates where he goes? Because of the ability to renegotiate his contract. He doesn't but have Green to. Bay doesn't give a rat's ass about that. The deal won't fit if he doesn't renegotiate Obviously, his contract. Obviously, if the Raiders and or Jets are in on Rodgers... They've already figured out how to make the contract why, did fit. The, why was Deshaun Watson traded to the Cleveland Browns? Because they made him the biggest offer, guaranteed. So Deshaun Watson decided, right? Much different scenario. Why was Tyreek Hill traded to the Miami Dolphins and not the New York Jets? Yeah, it's a different scenario. Why, you keep saying different, different, different. It's the same. Rodgers is going to decide where he wants to go. I disagree. Okay, okay. We'll see. We are going to see, aren't we? Yeah. That's the beauty of this. No one knows for sure. No, we're just guessing. But Green Bay certainly has a voice in the room. Well, the other thing we don't know, Craig, in fairness, is what was the conversation a year ago to get Rodgers to come back? Like, did they promise him, we're yeah, going true. to trade you to where you want to go? We're going to have this end right for everybody? Well, it seems like the only thing we know that's been reported, I can't tell you it's accurate, is that they have operated on a handshake agreement that if I say I want out, you'll accommodate me, and I recognize that you're not trading me for sure within the division and maybe not the conference, right? Right. That's how I that's how I read it. So if they have a handshake. Which means, which is why you and I from Jump Street have said, it's Jets, Raiders, Raiders, Jets, and if you needed a dark horse, 
maybe Tennessee, right. but all AFC teams. Right. I think a lot of it comes down to – So that pick to, is gone. No, I don't. I disagree. I don't think so. It may be, but I don't – I don't think it's a guarantee. Craig is talking as if, of course, you got to give up the 13th. It's gone. Forget it. I don't know if it's gone. It depends on how much power Rodgers wants to use. It depends on if the Raiders are going to be willing to give up the seventh overall pick. There's a lot of factors here the that's going to dictate though, that. The Packers are going to ask for it. Are you going to have the stones to go, no, but we'll give you blank, three number twos and number three but whatever? Craig, Craig, it's a negotiation. Of course. Right? When the Suns and Nets made the Durant trade, my understanding is it was not a negotiation, where the Nets said, this is what you're giving us, otherwise there's no deal. And apparently I, they made Durant aware of that, yeah? And eventually, yes, and eventually the Suns gave the Nets everything they wanted. I don't think this is the same situation because I think there's a motivation on Green Bay's part to move on from him. If you believe the reporting that's come out the last few days that they're done with the guy. Well, if they're done with him, they're not going to give him these empty threats of, well, we're not going to trade you. You're going to back up Jordan Love. Come on, man. That yeah. ain't going to happen. I tell you, I, I can't do three months of this, though. I mean, I will if I have to, obviously. I don't want to. I, I want to resolve now. Well, Craig, Craig, Come I'm, out of this I'm black, sorry. dark hole you're living in. I, I apologize. Have the retreat end, and let's go, man. Listen, I apologize to you and every other talk show host that's so self-centered yeah. that it's all no, about my for the fan base and how I do it. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is going to decide when he decides. Oh. Not on your clock. Yeah. Not on my clock. Not on Iron Staten Island's clock. Well, not on Spike Eskin's clock. Uh, on his clock. Please. And you I, respect that clock. No, I it's don't. It's a big clock, and it's Aaron Rodgers' clock. I tell you clock. why. I tell you why. I respect the fan base of the New York Jets. And on behalf of the fan base, I have a voice. And my voice says the fan base does not want to wait three months to get an answer. We want an answer now. It's not three so months. So give us an answer now. It's not three months. That's what the fan base it's, wants. I'll give you the exact deadline, and you can write this down to see how right I am. It's three weeks. We're looking at three weeks. You can set the clock now. In the next three weeks, Craig, we will have an answer. What's that? March what, 7th? Which when uh, when the franchise thing ends? It's right when free agency opens. We'll know by March 15th. March 15th? Oh, that's too much time for you. March 15th is a, uh, just, well, it's three weeks. Yeah, and you got a vacation coming up. Who are you complaining yeah, about? Yeah, so I would spend a week of vacation worrying about what the Jets are doing. I promise you I'm not. <laughs> So if they can get it done by Monday, that'd be nice. It's not happening. I would by appreciate Monday. it. It's not happening by that'd Monday. That'd be very good for me. <laughs> so I can enjoy myself knowing who the Jets quarterback's See, gonna be. Me, me, me. I want to go to fanatics.com and buy a brand new Jet jersey. I don't know what jersey to buy. And by the way, quick question. Of course. If Aaron Rodgers does become the Jet yes, quarterback. Yes, he already said yes. Yeah, but hold on, hold on. <laughs> Just because Joe Namath said you could wear it doesn't mean we give it to him. Yeah. Are we going to sully the number 12 and give it to Aaron Rodgers? We will not. Or are we going to acknowledge it's a beautiful offer from Joe Namath to let Aaron Rodgers wear it, but Aaron needs to pick a different number? Aaron Rodgers will, on his own, Craig, pick a new number. You think so? That's my, yeah, I think he has respect for history. As much as you guys may think he's not really a respectful guy, he is not going to wear that number, in my opinion. But what if he does? Don't forget... I remember when a quarterback came into town, a blonde-haired, fresh-faced kid from Long Island, and before a uh, certain Ken O'Brien was even out the door, <laughs> was wearing his number. Had no problem doing it. Well, there's a big difference between Ken O'Brien oh, and Joe Namath. Is there the great Ken O'Brien? Yeah. Insulted in that manner? He's not Joe Namath. That a journeyman comes into town Bro. and takes his number? Bro, Ken O'Brien is One not... One of our own homegrown talents. So you're mad at Boomer for this? No, it wasn't his fault. The Jets did it. It's stupid. <laughs> I don't believe Aaron Rodgers, as tone deaf as you may think he is, I don't think he's going to come to New York City and take 12. You know who would, though? Because he's an arrogant douche. Don't do that. Tom no, Brady no, would. No. Oh, yeah, Tom Brady, of course. Oh, what did you think I was going to say? I, I don't know. I thought you were going to take a shot at Derek Carr. Oh, no, no, no. I don't yeah. know shots at Derek Carr. Yeah. You know what number he wears, by the way? Not number 12. He wears number four. Four. You know why? Brett Favre. Because he's the fourth best quarterback in his division. <laughs> Like he made himself laugh. <laughs> like a comedian, he made himself laugh. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Ha, 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 ha. Made himself laugh. I mean, I'm kind of right. He's Not if he goes to New Orleans, he's the first best quarterback. No, and he's, he's better than Russell Wilson, but it's close. I mean, it is pretty close. It was pretty close, at least. No, yeah. Aaron, in all seriousness, mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers will not wear number 12. I had to predict that. I just don't think he would do that. I think that the 
the target on his back becomes even larger. The pressure that's on you becomes even larger. And even though you didn't see Joe play, and I didn't see Joe play, we all know Joe Namath. He is a huge shadow in this franchise. But I, and I don't think it would be a smart move. Tell you this, though. If Allen Rodgers comes here and they don't make it to a Super Bowl, forget about winning it, and let's say they don't have this level of success that we expect and anticipate and want, that legacy, it does change. For whom? For Aaron Rodgers. What's Brett Favre's the, legacy? The legacy takes a little bit of a hit. What's Brett Favre's football legacy? Let's leave out the yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, nonsense. What's his football legacy? That he's one of the great quarterbacks of all time. Okay. He didn't even make the playoffs with the Jets. And don't tell me about his injury. I don't want to hear it. They were 8-3, and three and they choked. Yeah. Okay? What do you Those do are the facts. What do you do in Minnesota? Oh, so that fixed his legacy. I'm just asking the question. That's he, all. he got his ass kicked in the NFC Championship game. NFC Championship yeah, game. Yeah, a great year and got right. his ass kicked in the NFC Championship NFC game. NFC Championship game. Okay. Aaron Rodgers has to do at least that. At least that. Is that fair? Or he could fail here and then go somewhere else and have success. Oh, he's going to pull it. He, no, he wants no, to no. be Brett Favre. No, nah, he doesn't. As much as people talk about they don't want to be the guy that they replaced, they wind up becoming the guy so, they replaced. No, and here's why. You I've have, seen it a million I, times. I disagree with you about this. Brett Favre never wanted to be a Jet. Do you agree with that? What's that? Brett Favre never wanted to be a Jet. Uh, he was a Jet. Brett Favre never I don't buy wanted to be. He wanted to be a Viking from the beginning, and Green Bay was never going to deal him inside the division. He never wanted to be a Jet. So we got Brett Favre against his will. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers becomes a Jet, it's going to be because he wants to be a Jet. Oh, does that make you feel better at night? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. because he wants to be a Jet. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Correct. What kind of idiot wants to be a Jet? Aaron Rodgers. What are we talking about? <laughs> Even Derek Carr got wined and dined and said, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers suddenly is begging Green Bay to trade him to New York. Yeah. Like, we, we really think a certain way about ourselves. What are we doing? Uh, all right. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. That the New York Jets are playing in the Hall of Fame game this year? What? Yeah. The Hall of Fame game. Yeah, the supposedly the New York Jets are playing in Canton. We're going to play in the Hall of Fame game. I mean, that's according to Brandon Tierney. I didn't see that. And I think there might be an opportunity uh, for people to join Brandon at the game, too. Wow. Oh, yeah. The Jets are going to be in the Hall of Fame game. I'm not sure if I like that. Why not? It's an extra preseason game. We could use it. More risk for injury. Nah, we need (laughs) all the practice we can get. (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) I am all, all in on that. Anyway, yeah. I like the Hall of Fame. Have game. you ever been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I have. Would you? I think told about? you I, I was the keynote speaker at the Hall of Fame luncheon. Were you? Huh? You told me this story. I was twenty-two years old. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, I yes. was doing radio three we in Cleveland, Ohio. That you yes. could hear me in Canton. Yes, now I and know. And the executive director of the Pro Football Hall of Fame reached out to the radio station and asked if they could get the guy. That does sports talk at night that they love. Right. And they're like, hey, Craig, you want to speak at the Hall of Fame luncheon? I'm like, yeah, why not? So, so, and then hilarity ensued. So <laughs> I drove down there, and I was not dressed in like a jacket and tie or anything. Right. Because I'm me. Of course. And I, I meet the uh, executive director of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Craig Carton. Nice to meet you. And he turned white as a ghost. Because he had no idea that I was that young. Mm-hmm. But I'm 22. And now I'm the keynote speaker at the NFL Hall of Fame luncheon. Awkward. How did it go? Awkward. <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> I gave a half hour yeah. I can only imagine. Oh, it was great. I implored them 
because uh, I was way ahead of my time, that it would be very important for all of them in this room to rethink the relationship they have or don't have with the media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you and also, not to view the media as the enemy. Did you also implore them to elect Joe Klecko to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I did not. And it took you about 25 no. years, but you got it. And then I, I, I'll never forget I did uh, uh, any questions. Yes. Any questions? Yes. Anybody ask any questions? Oh, there were some questions. <laughs> Who are you? Who the hell is this guy? So funny. I think the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I went one time, Canton, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. I think it's a very, very good museum. It's almost as good as Cooperstown. The problem is Cooperstown's got a town that's cool. Yeah. The town is not cool. It is Canton not cool is not at all, a by good the way. Town. Yeah. No, it's not cool at all. And that's a, it's a high school football field that that game's played on. Right. Like the museum is awesome. stadium for high school. And, and you go to that museum, you're going to have a great time yes. for four or five hours, however long. Four or five but, hours. Yeah, you can definitely. You can read everything. It's a, <laughs> a, unbelievable. Four or five hours. More, you mean? Eight hours, you think? Eight. You're right. You could take your time and do eight. I agree with that. Four or five hours. Yeah. Like an hour. What do you do in a museum? I get through as fast as possible. Uh, you know, you're no fun. Yeah. You gotta read everything. No, yeah. No. Where's it start? Where's it end? What are you crazy? Clock me. That's not how it works. That's how it works for me. You could spend nine hours at that Pro Football Hall well, of Fame. Evan, you I could. guess, to be fair, when you're a keynote speaker <laughs> at the Hall of Fame, you kind of, you know, you don't see it the way you should see it anymore. You get jaded. Yeah. When you have a moment J like that in your life. Jaded 22 year old kid. Yeah, that's no, right. I don't need to waste my time here. They were not happy. I'm sure. Now, they liked my speech, but it was the point that you have distinguished, like, men, and here I am. Still in hair, maybe 175 pounds at the time, right. wearing bad, uh, you know, khakis. Yeah, you not good. You didn't think of dressing up? It is the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, so didn't, why would I dress up for that? Didn't go through your mind like, ah, oh, maybe, maybe. No, maybe it didn't. Should. I told you. They actually were so uh, upset without saying it. And I wish I forget the guy's name. I think he may have passed away. He was, the at the time, the only one and only executive director of the Hall of Fame. I forget his name. Right. And he sees the way I'm dressed. And I'll, it didn't dawn on me in the moment. Looking back on life, it, it's now very obvious. He goes, why don't we bring you on into the gift shop and get you a college shirt? <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't, you didn't take the message from that? I'm like, a free golf shirt? I'm <laughs> in. I was making $30,000 a year. So here's the question, yeah. though. Did you learn your lesson from it? Like, if you got invited back right now, is this a I would not put on guy. a jacket and tie. So you haven't learned from it? I've learned. I've, I've decided in life, be who you are. You know what, though? Let me give you a little story. A couple of years ago, I once did a radio show with Chris Christie. You may recall this. Yes. And why Chris like was you. very upset that I left the studio every single commercial break. All right? It still lives with me to this day. Yeah, because I've Bo told you. Boomer made a comment him. about it recently. It bothered Governor Christie. Okay, but I hope the governor hears this when I say this. On Thursday and he's Friday. He's in Port St. Lucie with oh, Steve Cohen. Oh, maybe he's streaming the uh, the show. Yeah, probably. On Thursday and Friday, I had guests filling in for Craig. Yeah. And you know what I did? I, a, I never left the studio. And when I did leave the studio, I told them, I said, listen, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. If you need anything, water, food, whatever, you tell me, I'll come back with it. That's called a life lesson. You learn. I learned from my yeah, experience with the governor. Upset about it. Well, guess right. what? I'm a better man now because of Good. it. Good. I'm still not putting on a jacket to go into a building. You have learned nothing yeah. from your Canton embarrassment. Uh, first of all, it wasn't an embarrassment. Eh. I just wasn't wearing a college shirt. Huh. So he gave me a college shirt. Secondly, if I was invited back, I doubt I will be, I would not wear a jacket and tie again. Because I'm that's not me. That's not you. No. Now, I wouldn't go there in sweats, but I'm not going to put on a jacket and tie to talk to a bunch of football players. It's <laughs> not going to do that. A bunch I'm, of football yeah, players. Yeah, fundamentally opposed to it, so I won't do it. Here's uh, Nathan in uh, Delray Beach. Nathan, what's going on, Cookie? Hi, guys. Um, I am a Jet fan who was actually fortunate enough to see the Jets win a Super Bowl. And even though Jesus I think that Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> yeah, well, pardon know, me, won. You know, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna see them win a, you know, another one. But at least, oh, so at least, at least you got the one though, in your lifetime. I didn't. Yes. And even though Aaron Rodgers gives us the best chance to win, I don't want Aaron Rodgers. Okay, you want to explain why? Yes, the reason why I don't want Aaron Rodgers because I never want to see that piece of you know what 
who wears number two ever wear a Jet uniform again? You, you can't again. make the decision on who the quarterback to replace Zach Wilson should be based on Zach Wilson. Let me make you a promise. Zach Wilson's right. got no future with the Jets. It doesn't matter if Carr, Rodgers, Lamar, Carton, Tannehill, doesn't matter. Like, he's not yes, going to be the Evan. quarterback. Tell me how. Yes, it does, Evan. Let tell me, me tell how. you why. Because if, if 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, who is the who is the Most likely Mike White. Mike White. Like, yeah. Zach Wilson. I, I don't care. They're not signing Mike White. Mike White is not going to sign. And they're, they're gonna they're gonna keep Zach Wilson, and they're going to keep me. Zach Wilson on this roster? I do not understand. This. I, heard, I heard Boomer try to explain this again this morning. It makes no freaking sense for Zach Wilson to learn from Aaron Rodgers. To then do what? They but, but if, if they have a 31-year-old quarterback or a 26-year-old quarterback, yeah. there's no way that Nathan, Zach Wilson is on the roster. Nathan, here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to help you either because I respect the fact that Please. you're, uh, you know, I'm, the, I'm an old guy. Yeah. Well, I was, that's exactly well put. Wow. Okay. I'm going to help you out. All right. Thanks. All right let's All right. just let's just play this out real quick, and I'm going to put an end to this nonsense in a matter that you'll okay. understand. Hopefully, other people that work here will understand. Okay. Let's say you get Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. Let's say uh, you are of the belief that you should keep Zach Wilson. I'm, let's not even argue it. You're going to keep him, okay? And I'm let's, not. Let, I don't know what do you think the Jets are, right? Let's say yeah. you get two great years out of Aaron Rodgers. And then he goes, I'm hanging him up. I, I won my uh, – I did what I was supposed to do. Won a couple of playoff games in New York. It's all good. It's time to retire, right? Now right. you have Zach Wilson, who has now gone through four years of the NFL, meaning at that point you probably picked up his fifth-year option, right? No, and now you're going to give Zach Wilson $30 million, $40 million? No. Right. That's why Zach Wilson's gone. Yeah, but you. I don't want him as the backup next year. Nathan, want, Nathan, I, Nathan, I, Nathan. I he's not. He's not going to be, and I think that's what Craig is trying to tell you. That no matter what anybody says right now, doesn't work. When you look at the salary structure, like I'll give you an example. This season, he's got a cap hit of about nine point five million. Next year, he's going to have a cap hit of eleven point one million. They're not keeping What's that around. The de- no, they're right. going to they're going to try to trade him now. Trade. I don't know what they're going to get they for him. More important than anything, let me ask you a question. If I may, yeah. when, when were you, what year were you born in? 1953. 1953. So the 60s is your coming-of-age era as a human being. Is that right? It also means he's going to turn 70 this year. How about that? Happy oh, birthday, so you Nathan. Got Thank you. Thank you got at least Thank another you. decade to go, I would think, right? One would hope, yes. Yeah, you're down in Florida. Life is good. You're retired. Life is good. You're I'm on the beach. Now, yeah, you're, you're eating uh, two-for-one sushi rolls. You're banging 50-year-olds. It's all good. I get it. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. All good. Years, I'm not, watch, watch you, Craig. I apologize. I apologize. 54 year old. Yo, I, well, I didn't realize. I thought you were living a single uh, life. My apologies. You're making no, no, sweet, no. passionate love wife. to the woman of That's your dreams. I'm with you. Okay. 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 Here's the question for you. Number one, do you vividly remember man walking on the moon? Yes. And do you think it really happened? <laughs> well, I do, but Rogers <laughs> probably doesn't. True. <laughs> you know, the- <laughs> All right, now let me ask you this. As a 16-year-old okay. kid, what was a right. bigger moment for you in your life? Was it being at home, where I assume with your family, being able to watch you know, a man walk on the moon or was it Woodstock? What had a bigger impact on you? The um, biggest moment in my life, yeah. even though I have two, I have two great, great kids and everything. January twelfth, nineteen sixty-nine. So the Jets the winning the Super Bowl, life. really? Yes. Wow. Stone's birthday too, but yes. January wow. So, so yeah. if I gave you, you're a first grader when Kennedy gets assassinated. You're a teenager. I was third All right, right. So you're a teenager. Okay. When we walk on the moon, you're a teenager right. for Woodstock, a teenager for the Jets, and then obviously right. all the other historical moments, a lot of them bad, you know, assassinations and this and that. And the biggest moment in your life historically was the New York Jets beating the Colts. Actually, it was, you know, Kennedy being killed. But, but, but January 12th, 1969 has ruined my life. I don't know why <laughs> you guys have, have your life ruined. My life is ruined. Name is ruined. My because life. we're and looking, Nathan. Because we're looking for the funny. untainable goal. We're looking yeah. for the thing. Thank you, you Nathan. Be good, buddy. 
We want that sweet nectar. We want to know what it's like to watch our favorite football team win a championship. Giant fans yeah. know what it's like. They've seen it four times. See, We're looking for our first. And that's the difference. We've never gotten it. You've gotten it, and you've been chasing it for 54 years. No doubt. I'd still rather, other than being older, I'd rather have experienced it than not experienced it. Right? Um... I've had this debate with Joe before. When you get something at a young age, you almost get spoiled to think you're going to get it again. And it makes it that much more painful when you don't get it again. Like, if you're a uh, Knicks fan... That's easy for those people to say. No, you're right. And I don't know what that's like. Yeah. I don't have any championships. But, like, as a Knicks fan, too, you got your two titles. It was amazing. And you're like, I'll see this again. Right. Why wouldn't you? Right. And then you right. don't see it. Yeah. Like, you could argue that in a weird, perverse way, it's worse than never seeing anything at all. Yeah. Boy, that's a bad job call screening there. Uh, those calls are meant for the weekends that's, here at FAN. That's what you take out that of That being said, Nathan seemed like a very young and hard dude. Well, no, and Nathan brings up something that's actually annoying I mean, me. you did a bad job. And it's not his fault. And Because I heard Boomer say it this morning, this idea that, well, if Aaron Rodgers is here, Zach Wilson will be here. I don't know, that makes no sense. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like, you're going to have him sit... With a cap hit of nine, eleven million dollars for the next two years, whatever, and then after that, you're either what going to exercise his fifth year option? You not have to do that any, after this year. Not coming any, up, right? So you're going to exercise his option, saying, "Have no idea what he is, but we'll take the risk." Or right. you're going to give him a brand new contract? It's over for him here, right? Like if you're getting a backup quarterback for Aaron Rodgers, get a backup quarterback. And that's the other thing. Would you want Zach Wilson as a backup quarterback? No. God forbid something happens to Aaron Rodgers. Because I think I'm going to be good enough to make a run. And if Aaron Rodgers misses three or four games, I at least got to put someone competent. I know I'm going to have a major drop-off in town because Aaron Rodgers is that good. But I'm not putting a guy out there that I can't count on to complete a screen pass. He's done. He's dead. I don't think he it's can be over. on this roster next year. And this idea that you're planning for him to reemerge in 2024, 2025, to me, is lunacy. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, at some point, you have to recognize it is what it is, and it ain't good. Jimmy's in Elmont, New York. Jimmy, what's on your mind, buddy? How you doing? I would say a big day that we didn't see come to the birth of Craig Carton in the 60s. How the world would be different, imagine, if you weren't here. Yeah. One would Pretty argue the world would be just as good or better. Who would be doing? I would more? say, I would say, people who wish it was down the dial. The K show, who I was happy to see, it should be said, got a got a well deserved beatdown. The Michael K show. Yeah, but yeah, I, I appreciate that, and it's very accurate. But it's every day. <laughs> That's true. But plus, I would say the thing. The reason I called it, the main reason is when they beat Francesa, they yeah. did a victory lap. They were pounding their chest. Really? That Peter Rosen, yes, they were. That Peter Rosenberg, who I'm not a fan of, he posted on Twitter calling, congratulating this show, calling it, and I think I'm quoting, iconic. Oh, stop. Oh, I looked that up back there. Was, and now they're getting their uh, just dessert. They deserved it. They were yeah. arrogant, and they get exactly what they Yeah, deserved. you got to win with class. That's what I, that's <laughs> that's what that's I always that's say. That's the key. You are class. You are I try to be. I never bring up the ratings said. at all. Just have to be. I know. That's the thing that shocks me. You yeah. rarely ever mention it. So that's why I'm on the air to, <laughs> to as a fan, I yes. think I played a role in it. You're number one. Yes. Like, if the Yankees win the World Series, the janitor gets a ring. That's no, right. I'm part of it. You part are. The By part. the way, everybody that listens to this show is part of it. I rarely ever reference the ratings. There happened to be an article today, and I was just pointing out the interesting fact that they didn't even reference the name of our show because it's become so commonplace. I am, I am curious because he brings up this point of you never being born. What happens to Boomer's radio career? He doesn't have you one. Never born. He never he doesn't There's have no one. radio career. I mean, well, how would the world be different? The world well, would be so different is that called the butterfly effect? Well, I'm curious yeah. about that aspect of the butterfly effect. Like mornings yeah. after Imus is gone, what happens here at WFAN? That's a very There's good no point. There's no Craig Carton. Everything, if, everything changes. Well, well like, I mean, I have to here. I have to be accurate and honest about it. If I never get the job here. There is no Boomer Assize. Or there's Monica Crawley in Boomer Assize. No, if they heard that, it was terrible. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and they all admit it just wasn't good. It wouldn't have worked here. Now, perhaps they still go Boomer and they bring someone else in. And, you know, it obviously wouldn't have done as well. And uh, either, and he's still not here. Uh, that, <laughs> so, yeah, the butterfly effect can go of a very, very, and by the way, same for me. Well, that's probably not true. What I mean, I've known for you. What well, the same like for if, you? if if Boomer wasn't the guy they put me with, oh. when I've had success, and I think I've clearly proven the answer. Yes. Yeah. What would have happened? <laughs> I think it would have been 
Carton and Testaverde on the fan. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny! Or Carton and Brister on the fan. Bubby? Bubby. Bubby was my guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, when Bubby went missing for two days in Denver, I got a phone call. <laughs> what happened? It was uh, the year that the uh, New York Giants beat the undefeated Denver Broncos. Yes. That was a Sunday night game, maybe, or a Monday night that. game. It was I one did. of those. It was a nighttime game. Yeah, well, the Denver Broncos came back to Denver and decided they need to blow off some steam. Hmm. And there was a, a hotel party that night. I may or may not have been invited because I was single as well at the time. And the next day, my phone rang. And it was a panicked security person for the Denver Broncos. And a, uh, he called me CC. CC! You know where Bubby's at? Why would I know where Bubby Brister's at? <laughs> Well, we're, not, we're, just, we're calling everybody. Right. And it was like, uh, it was uh, it was a hotel party where they had a floor uh, completely blocked off. And there was like a ballroom type setting. And they had a bar in there and whatnot, all that stuff. And they had every room on the floor. So there was no riffraff, no nonsense. And I guess he went missing for a Did you end days. up finding him? I didn't. Oh. I didn't know he was missing. Interesting. They're like, is he at your place? I'm like, why would Bobby Brister be at my townhouse? <laughs> they must have thought for a reason. Dude, I, but it wasn't like they, they asked everybody. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's funny because I've told that story to Schlereth, and he goes, I wasn't cool enough to go to those parties. He goes, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think Carton and Testaverde would have had a shot to be successful. Listen, we're all very blessed that we're, uh, we work with good people, and uh, we have some success, and you have to be a good winner as well. You also have to be a gracious loser. But at this point, when you lose so many weeks in a row, you probably get tired of sending me the text messages about it, don't you? This side, just putting it out I there. I do have a nice little uh, boomer statue in front of me. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that. What is this now? Um, hmm. Who's this? Jacob DeGrom. You texted him. Did he write back? Someone just walked into this establishment and wished us all a happy new year. I wanted to punch him in the face and thought of you nicely done on the rail. I don't even know who this is. Oh, I get it. Because you say there's a statue of limitations on saying that's happy not, new that's year. That's Seinfeld's thing. Yeah, because you, I once, I said on like January 5th, I said to Seinfeld one day, hey, buddy, happy new year. And he goes, no. I go, no, it's January 5th. I haven't talked to you yet this year. He goes, it's too late. You don't say Happy New Year after the second. No, no, but you said And it's like a big it, pet peeve of his. I get it, but you've also said it on the air. So even though Jerry may have had it first, that guy who wrote you thought of what you said on January 2nd when you came on the air and said, because the first caller said Happy New Year. I remember this. And you said, okay, I'll let that one go. Yeah. No more Happy New Year. Yeah, well, so I'd... for someone saying Happy New Year on February 21st, it's a little rough. It's a little rough. It's a little rough. Yeah. It's kind of like how long it takes Billy Epler to get back to me on text message. <laughs> it takes about a month and a half. Well, has DeGrom written you back or not? Uh, DeGrom, let me see. He will never write you back. Jacob DeGrom has not written me back yet. Yeah. Plus, he has a green. It's green. Really? Jake's a green? Yeah, Jake's a green guy. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. I look differently at people when they have the green. The blue me is... Me too. I, mean, you I gotta hate the green. I don't I trust it. the green. Can't I need the, the blue. Right? You lose a level of trust in people when they're green. Absolutely right. Yep. Absolutely right. You also can't be in any group chats. Yep. Green. You're out of the group chat. What is the green? Look, look at him. He put his headphones no on. I got yeah, oh, he's, talk. yeah, the green. This is he's up his talking. alley. Here's uh, Jeff and Rosin on the fan. Jeff, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thanks. Here's what I want to talk about. I mean, just a quick aside. Bill Belichick has to go down as the greatest executive in the history of sports. How old what, are you? <laughs> well, we've already had this conversation. I'm the one, the senior citizen, who said he could kick your ass. Oh, uh, yes. That's why uh, we allow you back Jeff. on the show. Love yes. me some Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So let's go. Belichick's the best. I, no one disagrees. Go ahead. And I'll tell you why. The way the NFL is structured, you wind up losing all your good players as soon as your team gets good. Well, that's not true. You might lose one here or there, but you don't lose you don't lose a, you don't have to lose a significant number. You can be very creative these days with keeping them. Craig, take a look at what's going on with the Eagles. Half their team is is uh, a free agent and they're going to have a real problem replacing half, you know, offensive line, defensive yeah, line. Yeah, no, listen, I'm with you. The Eagles are an interesting uh story to watch cuz you're right. They've about six or seven free agents an older offensive line. 
They have a quarterback that they have to resign to a mega bucks deal. It'll be interesting to see how they play yeah, that. But what, what, what would you like to do? Not have franchise quarterbacks, almost like draft one every four years. Well, kind of milk it. Here, here's what I really want to talk about, though. Daniel Jones. Yeah, go ahead. Here we're finally. I mean, I was always high on him, but now everybody's high on him. Mm. If, if he takes forty-five million, if he gets forty-five million dollars, he's out not. Of the Giants, but he's not going to. So that we, we at least, even though that's out there. We do have to keep it real. At no point will he ever get forty-five million bucks a year. It's not on the table. It's a non-starter. So, what do you think he's going to get? Thirty-five. See, and that's a good question because I wouldn't give him thirty-five because I don't think you have to to yeah, keep but him. None of this is like. Why are we like this? Is Major League Baseball? Because he's so an old in- guy. Let him have his no, no, word. He doing- might not be here tomorrow. No, no, you're doing the same thing. Don't pick on Jeff. Jeff can kick your ass. Everybody's so freaked out about how much money Daniel Jones is going to get. Who cares? Well, it's about how much of it is going to impact the cap and at what point you can get out of it. That's the only thing that matters in Daniel Jones's new contract. That's it. What's his cap number this year? What's his cap number next year? And when can I abort the mission if I realize he's not the answer? That's it. That's the part of Daniel Jones's contract that matters. Do you not agree with me on that? Well, what I don't agree about is I think he's a top 10 Quarterback. Wow. How do you how do you come to that conclusion? How do, uh, because by he's old. You, <laughs> by, by watching him. You, you, think, yeah, you Jeff, listen, I, I love you and I love the spunkiness about you at your on. age wanting to th- you know kick people's asses and it's all great. And I do appreciate uh, your age and your life experience. But you cannot possibly say without me drug testing you that Daniel Jones is a top 10 quarterback I mean, in the I NFL. I could in like 10 seconds now. just name just 10 quarterbacks don't, right don't, off the don't, top. Don't, it's I'm not going you. to. Don't. I'm not. I'm just threatening everybody. Don't. We can easily name 10 guys that you can't argue that are better than Daniel Jones. So he's not the 10th best quarterback in the NFL. I apologize. Just one second. Let me ask you something. <sighs> of their offensive line, how many guys <laughs> in that on that line can play? Andrew Thomas is the best left tackle in the NFL. Good. What about the other four guys? What about them? I'm not going to engage anymore because I put poor Craig over there. The other four guys, best case, were mediocre. So, so you didn't give them, you didn't give them an offensive line, and look who their best best wide receiver was. The best wide receiver was a guy that Buffalo Bills dropped. <laughs> Do you know that the Giants? Hey, Craig, why would I bother? Oh, why would I bother call if you're going to be like that? Irish. Has it on you yet? Has that occurred? I'm still confused. <laughs> Jeff! Yeah, how rude oh. is that? So you had an offensive line that was <laughs> in the bottom 25%. Your best... Your best. <laughs> you something. Why did I bother calling if you guys are going to be rude? I mean, you threaten to beat me up. Who's rude, me or you? <laughs> and don't say you guys. It's him. <laughs> no, I'm just doing my best. Mike Frances invitation. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't do that. I apologize. Listen, Jeff, how old are you again? 78. Oh, I could definitely kick your ass. <laughs> Outside of that, though, you're my main man. What are you doing for the uh, for uh, Christmas this year? <laughs> I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> my guy, my guy. Uh, listen, uh, why don't we continue this conversation with Evan on Saturday morning at 10 (laughs) a.m. And I always appreciate the fact that you're well enough to reach out and call and respect uh, your life experience and fandom. And I'm glad you have a sense of humor and you call back anytime, okay? Be well. Uh, You take care. And you know what's going to happen at 10 a.m. on Saturday? I'm going to list those 10 quarterbacks better than Daniel You're going to take a 20-minute break and let them say what he wants to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're going to do. You're damn right. 877-337-6666. We'll get back at it. Sorry for a lot of uh, what's taking place the last segment. We have a new call screener here. He's uh, new to the job. 
doesn't understand how we like to work things. Fast-paced, young, pop, 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 pop. So we'll get back at it. Why would you give Daniel Jones anything more than a one-year, $10 million contract? I mean, and everyone laughed. Ha ha! You beat so funny. Because that's crazy. Why? That's why. Why? Because he's better than a one year. He's $10 not going to get deal. that offer from anywhere no, else. No, listen. He's not the tenth best one quarterback year, in the NFL. Ten million. But he's also not only worth one year, ten million. And I tell you he's what, I'll, I'll incentivize him. I'll give him a hundred grand for every touchdown pass. That's very nice of you. Is that nice? Of you? Know, maybe it had an extra one point two million. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Give this guy $45 million a year. You're out of your mind. It's not $45 million. Give him $35 is crazy. $30 is crazy. $25 is crazy. It's all crazy. No, $10 million. One year, $10 million. $10 million is crazy. Done. $10 million is crazy. Well, then you know what? Then go somewhere else and suck somewhere else. He doesn't suck, though, Craig. Oh. Why are we going to these extremes? He's either worth $45 million, he's a top 10 quarterback, I'll tell you or why. he sucks only because getting 10 million. You, uh, not you. Yeah. His agent's got some balls yeah, floating balls. out $45 million as a number for him. $45 million. Ten, $10 million? Yeah, that's right. You want to play the game? Okay. Yeah, but that's absurd, too. Here's how I play the game. That's absurd, too, Craig. Here's Danny. Love you. Really good year. Looking forward to seeing more of it. Here's my offer. One year, $10 million. Where else are you going? You're like private mayor when an officer and a gentleman. You ain't got nowhere else to go. One year, $10 million. He's got somewhere Heavily else incentivized. to go. You're wrong. He's got somewhere else to go really. if the going rate is $10 million a year. He's got nowhere to go if the going rate is $38 million a year. I'm not giving him 38 It's I, crazy I'm talk. I'm not saying that, but I'm telling you, yeah. one year, $10 million, then there'll be a market for Daniel Jones. Okay, well, let's see what that market is. Oh, you don't think there would be any market for him? Nope. Do you think the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints... After they miss out on Cart, would have no interest in a cheap version of Daniel Jones? I don't think so. But you're wrong. I don't think he's well thought of in the league. No, I think he's That's thought my of. issue. I think he's well thought of, just not well thought of enough to get $38 million a year. It's not well, $40 million a year, but fine. And, and, you, and by the way, I see giant fans in the building today going, oh, give him $35 million a year, give him five years. Well, you're crazy. Like, what? You, I mean, you guys have seen solid quarterback play in your lifetimes. And I like Daniel Jones, but this $45 million pissed me off. So now I play the game. I give you one year ten. You get back to me. If Daniel you want. Jones was the quarterback of the Jets this year, would they have made the playoffs? Daniel Jones was. I want to think about that, so I give you a, a legitimate answer. Of course, Daniel Jones was the quarterback of the Jets this year. Would they've made the playoffs? Just your opinion. I'm curious. Hmm, that's a very very tough question to answer. Is that the I, toughest question I've ever asked you? Maybe. Huh. I don't know. You don't know? Maybe, Mister Opinion. Mr. I got a strong opinion on Perhaps. everything. Can't offer an opinion yeah. on this question. Maybe. Maybe. Certainly on the table. That's Possibly. your answer. Maybe Could it's have on happened. The table. Might have happened, yeah. Maybe not, though. That's not an answer. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.